Welcome to the Christ Quarter. Thank you for taking a quarter of an hour out of this day to enjoy the presence of Christ and the words of Christ. Today, let's read a section of scripture, discuss what it means, and how it applies to our lives. I hope that God will speak to you through my words, and more importantly, through his scriptures, and will bring you closer to him. I am blessed and thankful to have this time to speak with you, and I thank you so much for being with me here today. By the way, the Christ Quarter is available in Amazon Music. Just ask your Amazon smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. Today's scripture selection is a little longer than usual. It is Genesis chapter 42, verses 6 through 25. The King James Version reads as follows. And Joseph was a governor over the land, and he it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them, but made himself strange unto them, and spake roughly unto them. And he said unto them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan, to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. And Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies, to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said unto him, Nay, my lord, but to buy food are thy servants come. We are all one man's sons. We are true men. Thy servants are no spies. And he said unto them, Nay, but to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. And Joseph said unto them, That is it that I spake unto you, saying, Ye are spies. Hereby ye shall be proved. By the life of Pharaoh, ye shall not go forth hence, except your youngest brother come hither. Send one of you, and let him fetch your brother, and he shall be kept in prison, that your words may be proved, whether there be any truth in you, or else by the life of Pharaoh, surely ye are spies. And he put them all together into ward three days. And Joseph said unto them, The third day, this do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true men, that one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses. But bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. And they said one to another, We are verily guilty concerning our brother, in that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought us, and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us. And Reuben answered them, saying, Spake I not unto you, saying, Do not sin against a child, and ye would not hear? Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. And he turned himself about from them, and wept, and returned to them again, and communed with them, and took from them Simeon, and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn, and to restore every man's money into his sack, and to give them provision for the way. And thus did he unto them. The NIV says it this way. Now Joseph was the governor of the land, the person who sold grain to all his people. So when Joseph's brothers arrived, they bowed down to him with their faces to the ground. As soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. But he pretended to be a stranger and spoke harshly to them. Where do you come from? He asked. From the land of Canaan, they replied, to buy food. Although Joseph recognized his brothers, they did not recognize him. Then he remembered his dreams about them and said unto them, You are spies. 
You have come to see where I lay and is unprotected. No, my lord, they answered. Your servants have come to buy food. We are all the sons of one man. Your servants are honest men, not spies. No, he said unto them, you have come to see where our land is unprotected. But they replied, your servants were twelve brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest now with our father, and one is no more. Joseph said unto them, it is just as I told you, you are spies, and this is how you will be tested. As surely as Pharaoh lives, you will not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of your number to get your brother. The rest of you will be kept in prison so that your words may be tested to see if you are telling the truth. If you are not, then as surely as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. And he put them all in custody for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, Do this and you will live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers stay here in prison, while the rest of you go and take the grain back for your starving household. But you must bring your youngest brother to me, so that your words may be verified, and that you may not die. This they proceeded to do. They said one to another, Surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw how distressed he was when he pleaded with us for his life, but we would not listen. That's why this distress has come on us. Reuben replied, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you wouldn't listen. Now we must give an accounting for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph could understand them, since he was using an interpreter. He turned away from them and began to weep. But then came back and spoke to them again. He had Simeon taken from them and bound before their eyes. Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, to put each man's silver back in his sack, and to give them provisions for their journey. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you use these words to bring someone closer to you and that you will touch their hearts to love others through action in your name. That each of us will do something to show love to their neighbor in action as well as in word. That each of us will do our best to represent you to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are emotionally touching and funny. As today's scriptural scene opens, we see Joseph having risen from slavery to governor and having completed his job of preparing for the famine predicted in Pharaoh's dreams, is now in charge of distributing grain. The famine has affected the areas around Egypt, and as those areas heard of Egypt's plenty, many of them went to Egypt asking for grain. Among those countries were Joseph's home country, Canaan. Joseph's father, Jacob, sent all his sons, except for Benjamin, to Egypt to ask for help. Can you imagine the look on Joseph's face when he looks up from his seat of power and sees his brothers, his brothers who had harassed him and bullied him and had sold him into slavery about 20 years earlier, his brothers who are now kneeling before him in submission and respect, asking for food to save their homes. What will Joseph do? Let's get right to it. Joseph's 10 brothers are kneeling before him with their faces toward the floor and do not see what I imagine was Joseph's look of recognition and amazement. This gives Joseph a minute to compose himself. I imagine Joseph has thought about his family many times over the years and wondered if his brother's hearts had changed, if they still hated him, if they thought of him over the years as he had thought of them. Realizing that his brothers would not recognize their little brother in a proper Egyptian beard, wearing Egyptian clothing, and speaking Egyptian, 
Joseph decided to keep the deception going to find out how his brothers truly feel about him and how their hearts are now. So he spoke to them with an angry tone and accused them of being spies. The punishment for spying was probably death and was also very likely something that Joseph had been watching for. It would be very easy for someone to enter into Egypt on the pretense of asking for food for their family, but with the true intention of scouting out Egypt's defenses and weaknesses and layout. Joseph has his brothers thrown in jail for three days. On the third day, Joseph reveals his plan for their redemption. He tells his brothers that one of them will remain in prison while the others must go to Canaan and return back to Egypt with their youngest brother to prove the truth of their story. The brothers then, thinking that Joseph, who had been speaking to them through an interpreter, would not understand their native language, started talking among themselves. Joseph's oldest brother, Reuben, chastised his younger brother, saying that he had told them not to harm Joseph and that they would not listen. He said to them that their sin against Joseph had brought them into this situation. They thought that they were being punished for having sinned against their brother and felt that he was dead. It is ironic that the brother they mourned was standing before them listening to them. It is also ironic that the sin that they thought was condemning them was actually being used by God to save them. Joseph was overwhelmed by their words. Hearing their remorse over what they had done and also finding out that his older brother Reuben had spoken up for him was too much. Joseph turned from them and softly cried. Once he got himself together, Joseph turned back to his brothers and continued his plan. He kept the second oldest brother, Simeon, in prison and sent the remaining brothers back to Canaan to retrieve their brother, Benjamin. He sends provisions for the trip with them as well as filling their sacks with grain. This must have confused the brothers that their request for food had been granted even though they were under suspicion of spying. Joseph also gave the command that his brother's money, which they had brought to purchase the grain with, be put back into their sacks. The brothers would not have known this until well on their way home, and it must have terrified them when they discovered it. Being under suspicion of spying was bad enough, but now they would likely be viewed as thieves as well. What a desperate trip home they must have been, under suspicion of being spies and thieves, having to risk their own lives again, as well as their younger brothers, by returning to Egypt, while their oldest brother remained behind in prison. What are they in for? Unfortunately, we're out of time. So that concludes our scripture discussion for today. We will continue our story in the next episode. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It's my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. Please email me at blackhattoday at gmail.com with Christ quarter in the subject line. You may also call or text me at 832-377-0044. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The Christ Quarter is available in Amazon Music. Just ask your Amazon smart speaker or app to play the Christ Quarter podcast. If you would like to learn about podcasting, or if you would like to have your own podcast, please share your name and your questions with me.
Also, let me know what you would like your podcast to be about. I'll be choosing two people who will receive their own 15-minute podcast episode. I will personally help you with producing your episode, and it will be broadcast on the Christ Quarter podcast. I think it will be a lot of fun, so share your name with me at blackhattoday at gmail.com or text me at 832-377-0044. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at that same number. If you find value in my message, please support me via the links in the podcast description or by my cash app, dollar sign, black hat today. And please subscribe. It helps me out a lot. It has been a privilege to talk with you today, and I look forward to talking with you again soon, maybe in person. This is Kirk. Meet me again here as soon as you can on the Christ Quarter Podcast.